So here we are at the end of 2020. And as we are hearing everybody in the online space and really just in general talking about the end of 2020 and they can't wait for 2021, I want to challenge you to look at 2020 and looking forward to 2021 with what God has intended for you this year and how to really put him at the forefront of your plans, your goals, and how you're viewing everything that's happened to you and everything he has planned for you moving forward. So I hope in this episode that you will see how important that is and that you will be able to move forward yourself into 2021 with hope and and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow mama with the calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. I'm Alexia, and this is the final episode of 2020. And as we're coming to the end of this year, I know that a lot of you have been thinking about what did 2020 look like for me? What do I want 2021 to look like moving forward? And there's a lot of conversation around planning and goal setting and all of these things. And I think a lot of that is important. But I also think that as Christians, we really need to make sure that we have our minds on straight, (laughs) that we really need to have our thinking aligned with God and how he wants us to really show up. Um, So in today's podcast episode, I want to cover three main areas how we actually see our business planning without trying to control the outcome. Because for me this year, that was a huge realization is that you can have a plan, but don't plan without or don't plan to try to control everything. Because as we learned in 2020, and honestly, in other years too, we know we don't have a lot of control. Yet we keep trying to come back over and over again to controlling things and doing things our own way. And if you look all through the Bible, you'll see that it's just seems to be human nature. (laughs) They, you know, just continuously forgetting and leaving God out of the picture. And God wants to be in every part of our lives, including our business. So I just think, you know, 2020 was just a really great way to show us that we don't have a lot of control. And then the third area is in goal setting. So how do we set goals and actually involve God in that process? Okay, so the first part, how we actually view our business. So number one is that we need to see this as a business. I think there's so much so many times when we sometimes feel like what we're doing is a service or something that we would do for free. And we just want to help people. So we have a hard time actually viewing our business as a business. And a lot of times we kind of are on the fence back and forth about that, right? We'll tell people that we're entrepreneurs and we'll tell people we have a business, 
But when what it truly means to see your business as a business is that you're actually charging for things, right? You have to actually be exchanging goods or services for money or you're not a business, right? And that's been a hard lesson to learn for me. And I know it just sounds super obvious. You would never open a brick and mortar store and then just hand out stuff for free. You wouldn't call it a business unless you were selling products or people were coming in and using your services, right? But when we go into the online space, it sort of becomes different for some reason. And it's not. So I want us to really look at whatever you're doing um, in the online space, look at that as an actual business. As entrepreneurs and Christians, it can sometimes feel a little bit icky to either charge for something spiritual or having a business at all. And I think it's because as entrepreneurs, we have to put so much focus on money, right? Because a business relies on profit and loss and revenue and growth. And it's all about money. And it doesn't feel quite the same when you're an employee. Because when you're an employee, you are showing up and you are accepting money in exchange for your time. But the business as a whole, when you are in charge of the business, you see all of that back end stuff. And I think one of the challenges when we shift into being an entrepreneur is that suddenly we are the ones thinking about money all the time. That's what it feels like. And we don't want to be greedy, right? You don't want to be chasing money or doing things just for money. But there's a difference here. Being greedy and being a good and smart business owner are two different things. So your business does need to focus on revenue and it does need to pay attention to profit and loss and all of those things, but it doesn't mean that you're greedy, right? So really shifting your mindset going forward into 2021, looking at your business as a business. I also want to encourage you to look back at your year in your business and ask yourself if you did good business. So God literally said this to me, I was walking around the house doing laundry or something. And I was listening to a friend, she was talking to me um, about her business and about profit and loss and things like that. And I literally thought to myself, no, she was talking about how she had calculated her profit and loss for the year. And when she wrote it out like that and really looked at it as a business owner, it wasn't what she wanted to see. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, God would never say, have a business and let yourself be in the negative the whole time. Like there's so much conversation in the Bible about being a good steward of money and time and resources. So why would we then take something like a business and think that God wouldn't want us to be a good steward of that, that he wouldn't want us to bring money in, grow that money so that then we could pay out. We could serve people in our community. We could hire people, provide jobs, provide an income for our family. Like that's a blessing. And it just kind of hit me. I felt like God was like, I gave you more sense than that. (laughs) Like that doesn't make any sense to think that God would call me to manage my money poorly in my business, to just have all these expenses racking up and not actually be selling enough to even cover expenses, let alone 
payroll, et cetera, et cetera, and to be able to grow the business. So when I had that shift in thinking, I just thought, you know, it's really, if God is calling you to have a business and he's calling you to be an entrepreneur, he's also calling you to be a good manager of the money and of the resources. And this requires you to shift your thinking from I'm doing a service or I'm just an employee or I'm just wanting to follow what God wants me to do to I'm going to be a business owner. Not everyone feels called to be an entrepreneur, but God put it on your heart. So not only is he calling you to serve people in a certain way, in only the way that you can, but he also thinks that you have the brain to manage your business well and to manage the resources and the money and everything well. So, um, and I think so many times, a lot of times as women, for some reason, I think the other big hurdle in stepping, fully stepping into being an entrepreneur is that we don't believe that God's going to actually give us that. We don't believe that he would like allow us to have something that we love that is so, is on our hearts and we want this so badly. And then we think, well, God isn't going to actually make it come to be. And so we kind of resist the entrepreneur title because when you when you own it and you're saying, okay, I'm an entrepreneur and I have a business, you are basically saying, I trust you, God. I trust that what you put on my heart, you are going to you're going to create. It is in the process. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I'm here for it. And when we don't fully step into that role, it's a lot of times it's because and I see this from so many women that they don't believe they don't truly believe that God would actually allow them to make an income doing something they love. And just think about this. When I was when I was writing the notes for this, I was thinking about the, the, the analogy came up of like a soccer player and um, how if you're a parent and you're going to tell your kid like you're going to be an amazing soccer player and you could, you know, uh, be a part of this amazing team and, and you're going to do great things. And then turn around and say, I'm never getting you a soccer ball. I'm never taking you to a soccer game. I'm never letting you play soccer and you can't watch soccer. But they're going to sit there and pour into their kid and give them this dream that they can't even do. And we know as humans that that's terrible. So why then would we think that God would do something like that? God is only good. And so I just want to encourage you to own it. If God has put something so strongly on your heart I strongly encourage you to embrace that. And this is the first step in getting your mindset right when it comes to thinking about 2021 moving forward. So now that you're owning it, now that you are accepting that God has given this to you, it is on your heart and you are here for it. Now we have to actually think like an entrepreneur, right? You're not just a mom. You're not just a scientist or a doctor or whatever it was you were before. You are now an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs think differently. As an entrepreneur, we're going to talk about goal setting. So in the online space, if you've been there for five minutes, you'll see that so many people are talking about setting goals for 2021. And in a lot of ways, this can feel icky because it's all about what do I want and where do I want to be and what am I thinking? And as Christians and entrepreneurs, I mean, there is a power that we have as a Christian, as a child of God, that the Holy Spirit is in us and moving us to want certain things, right? But 
just to make sure that we're not kind of controlling the game here and we're not trying to go after the things that we just want because we want them. I encourage you to pray and really seek God's direction when coming up with your goals for your business as you go into this next year. And um, pay attention when you when you think of these goals and you're taking some time. So the way I encourage doing this is really to sit down with a journal, with paper, and just kind of brainstorm. What is God putting on your heart? What are some things that you would love to see happen in 2021? A good way to kind of approach this is also to come up with a word of the year. So you also hear about that a lot. And I've never done it before, honestly, but I decided to do it this year. And I think that it is so powerful because what it does is it allows this word to kind of direct your path. So there is something when you look back at 2020, or even just when you look forward to 2021, there's there's something that you wish you would do differently. Maybe you're feeling it like deep in your spirit that you want to do something different. And that word can really guide a lot of what you're doing. If you're not exactly sure what specific, specific goals you want to put, then having a, a word of the year is also a really great way to do that. So for example, my I had a bunch of different words that I was throwing around. And one word that I think that I really landed on is the word believe, because I want to show up as though with a full belief that God is doing something amazing in my business, that God has asked me to do this, that God is going to bring the people to me, that God is going to bring the women that need this coaching that I'm offering, that God is going to bring those women to me. And um, I'm going to be able to see that work come to be and not being scared or fearful or have, you know, any mindset money issues going on because I am going to believe that God is going to equip me. He is going to empower me, etc. So I think that is a really great, powerful word for me. And also kind of like a sub word for me would be discipline. So that's not a very fun word. So I didn't want it to be my main word, but I think discipline is really important because A lot of what I've been known to do in the past has been to plan and plan and think and plan and have all these amazing ideas and not actually be consistent and stick to something more than a few weeks. So I think the discipline of doing things, even though it's hard, when God's asking you to keep walking, even though you have no idea where you're going, when God's asking you to continue sharing the same message, even though no one appears to be listening, right? That kind of stuff. I think that's also really powerful. And that kind of wraps into belief, right? You just keep doing it anyway, believing in God's promises. So as you're praying and journaling and really trying to dive into what you think God is wanting you to do, I want you to just be willing to write down every goal, no matter what feeling comes up about that goal. Because a lot of times we will think of something like something will pop into your head just like that. And then the next moment, There's going to be something like fear or um, doubt, et cetera, that's going to come up. And I want you in that moment to just push that aside. Recognize that as something that does not come from God, right? Because God is in control and God has empowered you. And any of that fear is coming from the enemy or it's coming from your own limiting beliefs about yourself. And honestly, that's not a good reason not to pursue that goal, right? Because fear doesn't mean you shouldn't act. But I also want you to pay attention to fear versus something just not sitting right. 
So maybe you think that there's a goal that you quote unquote should write down because the world says you should. Maybe it's making $10,000 a month. Maybe it's, I don't know, hiring three new people in your business. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, Maybe it's start a blog. Maybe it's start a podcast, whatever it is. But it's not really what you want to do. Instead, it's what you feel like you should do but it might not be sitting right with you. And there's a difference. It's super subtle, but there's a difference in fear about the goal, like thinking, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Like, who am I to do that? I would love to do that. But right, if you feel that that's fear. But if you're thinking, really, I don't really want to do a podcast. Like that's not of interest to me. I know it would be a great idea, but I'm just not interested. That's different, right? So pay attention to those little nuances to really hone in on how God's speaking to you and where he's leading you. Remember, God is in control here. So you can definitely make the choice to take the wheel and do all the things. But if you're praying and seeking God, then it'll be so much more amazing than anything you can dream of as far as your goals are concerned. And so when you're writing down these goals and you're thinking about this moving into 2021 for your business, don't think about what is probably going to happen because you have God on your side. He is guiding this. He is running your business, right? You are co-creating this with him. So with him, anything is possible. Do not limit what God can do, because if you start stepping into the space of probability And well, I'm not making anything in my business right now. There's no way I could be making X amount next year. Says who, right? The world says you probably can't, but God says you can do whatever he puts on your heart. So recognize that and don't put God in a box. The final piece is planning. So once you've accepted, you're going to, you're actually an entrepreneur. God has called you to this. You are empowered. You're ready to go. You're owning it. You've sat down, you've really prayed about these goals. Where does God want you to go this next year? What is he putting on your heart? Now we go into like this planning phase. And this is a slippery slope because it's important to have a plan of how you might achieve the goals that you're, that you've put down, right? But here's the big caution and here's the slippery slope part. When we go into planning mode, we have to try to remember that planning does not mean controlling the outcome. So there are so many times as an entrepreneur, I mean, this has literally been the past three years of my life, probably two and a half years, because I'm really working on this now. But it is so easy to say, okay, God, I got it. I'm going to do the things you said, and then leave him out of the plan. And when you start to write down the how, and you're writing down all the ideas of how you're going to reach X dollars a month, or you're going to, you know, um, have X number of coaching clients or whatever it is, and you start coming up with the how, then it's you controlling. And a lot of times, we are writing it down in a way that is avoiding failure, right? We're trying to control that outcome. We're saying, okay, I'm going to do this thing, because it means that I am going to be using my time wisely. I'm going to, it's going to definitely bring me money, et cetera, et cetera. And God may be asking you to do those things, but I just know that my tendency out of having like, I have a fear of failure. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste money, et cetera. I find that when we try to plan like that and we try to plan for the outcome and we try to prevent failure, we can't plan well enough to prevent failure. We can't control anything. So when you get into that mindset of planning to prevent a certain outcome, that's where you're going to spiral 
into the vortex of, I don't know, I'm not sure what to do next. I don't know how to make this happen because you might not know how to make this happen. God could have put a goal on your heart as something, some direction in your business, and you don't know how it's going to happen, but that's okay. Do plan for what you can do. Listen to what God's asking you to do and just make those little steps forward. So God may totally ask you to pivot somewhere on your journey. And it's not like you're going to make a plan and say, okay, I'm not going to budge. This is the plan. Instead, how can you take actions towards these goals in like the first half of the year? Because I don't know about you, but I am not in the place at the end of 2020 where I envisioned I would be. (laughs) Like so many things have happened along the way, twists and turns. And a lot of times it's, it's, you know, me, um, on this journey that God has each of us on as an entrepreneur, he is going to take you on this journey. And sometimes you're going to go kind of off off track, right? You're going to kind of do your own thing. And you're going to have to go through that lesson of whoop, I'm trying to control things again. And then it's going to veer back and God might be like, you know what, you need to start this podcast. And you're like, wait a minute, that wasn't in my plan. I had no plan of starting a podcast. But then it gets laid on your heart for whatever reason. So Keeping in mind that God, this is a process and you never know, you might have the big vision. And in fact, you probably do. You have this big vision that God's given you, but you have no idea what it looks like from between where you are now and that amazing vision he's given you and being willing to take step by step by step. So I encourage you when you're thinking of plans, it's foolish to not have a plan at all. We don't want to say, okay, I'm just going to wake up every day and see what happens. No, but having some plans that are pretty flexible and maybe aren't so like not for like the whole entire year. So think of some actions that you can do in the first half of the year or even the first quarter. So it helps to break things down into smaller chunks. So it's not overwhelming. If you're trying to figure out how you're going to make your year in goals in January, that's, that's probably too much. Just focus on the first quarter, Q1, so January, February, March. Look at that and create a plan and create things that you can measure so you know that you're going somewhere. So this is another thing that is something I had to learn the hard way, which is that I would a lot of times say, I'm going to work, I'm going to work on my website. And it's like, that could mean anything and that could last forever. So actually saying, I'm going to finish the homepage. I'm going to finish the about page. I'm going to add this service. I'm going to create this freebie. I'm going to get three people on discovery calls or whatever it is. You're going to do these things and then you know what you're, what you're doing in general, right? Cause you're going to be working toward this goal. So in summary, I want to remind you to think of it like a business, own it. You're an entrepreneur. God is calling you to this. He doesn't call everybody to this. And that means something. He needs you to show up like an entrepreneur is supposed to show up. And that means thinking like an entrepreneur, thinking like the CEO, and actually selling things in your business and paying attention to revenue, profit, loss, all of that. Number two is involve God in your goals. It's so easy to just run on with all of the things that we want to happen and all of that, but just involving God in that process, journaling, taking some time to really pray and figure out where is he leading you and come up with a word of the year. I think that's a great way to kind of guide what your goals might look like as well. And then plan, have a plan, 
but be ready to have that plan be kind of a loose, a loose direction um, of how you think you're supposed to achieve those goals. But God probably has a completely different plan. And in fact, I would say I've never heard anybody say, I planned my business this exact way. And this is how it turned out and everything went well. Everybody always says I had I didn't see that coming. And because of that one crazy pivot, my business blew up or whatever, like it just looks so different. And honestly, isn't that where God shows up the best, right? When it's something that looks like it shouldn't have worked, but God made it work. And like, that's how God can really show up in your business and to the world. And it gives you a chance to say that was all God. So um, plan, but don't try to control the outcome. Be open to where God's leading you. And um, I just want to leave you with this encouragement to go take a good look at why you're feeling called to this, to this business that you got and what it would really feel like if it was successful. Hold on to that feeling when you imagine yourself in a place where you are making an income, doing this thing that you have on your heart and you are helping people and you know that you are in alignment with where God wants you to be. You are home with your kids. You are um, doing all these things, just know that God creates that kind of joy. And that's what he wants for you. He's not putting something on your heart that he's just going to never give you. I also want to encourage you to think, have you been thinking of your business like an actual business? So have you done the numbers? Have you looked to see if you're actually selling anything? Wondering why you're not making money in your business when it turns out you don't have anything for sale? Or the thing you have for sale is like $10. So how are you intending to make a profit? And then how can you change that moving forward? How can you really start to be a good steward of the resources of your brain, of this passion on your heart? How can you be a good business owner moving forward and create this big picture plan of where God wants you to go so that you can fully embrace that moving into 2021 Nothing's magical about the turn of the calendar, right? But a lot of times we, we like it to, we use it as a way to feel like there's this big change. And if that's what it takes to get us moving again, then that's fine. But just know that in 2020 and in 2021, God is still God. God is always God. And you're still on the same journey. And even though things might've been crazy in 2020 or actually for me in 2020, it was a great year. I mean, not great for like the pandemic part, but I want to, um, I almost forgot this part. I wanted to to say that another way to end the year is to also not only look forward to 2021, but actually look at the amazing things that God did in your life in 2020. So even though it may have felt crazy, and I mean, it did feel crazy, There is some good. There's always good in what God's doing. And even if you can't see the other end of that tunnel, it doesn't mean that you're not in the middle of something amazing, right? God always comes through. So if you lost a job, maybe that was the answer to that prayer that you've been praying that you wanted to be home anyway. Or maybe like in my case, my husband lost his job and he came home. And even though that was scary financially, It was also like, wait a minute, my husband's home. We're able to see him more. He's able to be with our son more, like all of these things. Like there's always something good. So look back at 2020 and really 
pay attention to where did God show up? How did he show up? What was he trying to show you with some of these things that went on in your life? Did he, maybe he caused you to stop. Maybe when you had that job, you were a workaholic. I know that I have definitely been there and maybe God's like, Hey, slow down. It's okay to work, but also enjoy life and be with your kids and be with your spouse and, or your husband and, and actually enjoy life. It's not all about work. Yes. God wants us to work, but that doesn't mean 24 seven. And maybe God showed you this year that you can trust him. And that you can rely on him and you can recon- you reconnected with him in a way you haven't in a long time. You know, all of these things are good things. So before you do your planning for 2021 and before you look forward, look back at 2020 and really see how faithful God can be. And I hope that will encourage you as you go into 2021 to really believe and have faith that God is going to show up no matter what's in front of you. No matter what it looks like, he's there. He's going to show up. All right. So that's all I have for today. And I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. And I'll see you back here in 2021 and keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.